man, I, I set up my studio closet, so I'm in a, in that space now, so I can do this from my phone, but Amazon fucked me and they sent me the wrong, like portable recorder. So I have to make sure this is recording. I bought, I bought one where I can like plug the phone in and then you can hear me. It records you. It does everything the way it's supposed to it has a soundboard built into it. It's got everything you could ever want. And then they send me one that's like basically just a recorder, which has like use cases, but I don't really want it. So they just sent, they sent me the wrong fucking one. So I went to return it. And then they sent me a new one yesterday and the fucking package was cut open and, and stolen with the, like a sticker from USPS saying, yeah, this is fucked. We know. Uh, if we got it like this, so now I have to wait for a third one. So I'm fucked. Damn. Why, why do you need all these new pieces? Didn't you just bring everything from your old, uh, closet bed? Well, I want to recording studio. No. So th- I have a walk-in closet now, so I want to like do this without having to bring a computer into the walk-in closet. So this is a much bigger closet, but like more shit around. So it sounds better in here. It's quiet. I can't hear the road from in here and shit. So it's a really great recording environment, but I just need the fucking thing to record it and play my soundboard at the same time. Oh. Those cunts. Yeah. They're cunts is, is the, the point. This week's episode they're brought to you by Amazon. Amazon. Prime. Amazon.com. <laughs> and I was talking to the customer service person because it like made me do it because I had to put in a return, you know, twice in a row. For this item and so i had to talk to the customer service person went through the whole thing like yeah this one was the wrong item first and then uh i just got like, a fucking empty bag in the mail uh for the second one and then she's like so do you do you want a replacement and it's like yes you fucking cunt i want to re- no, what the I'm fuck good, what, what kind of answer is that yeah no thanks fuck it no just fuck it just keep the money i don't give a shit it's like no asshole yes i want a fucking refund what the fuck what are these fucking questions and so it's supposed to arrive tomorrow, so we'll see what sort of catastrophe happens uh, when we get there tomorrow. So we'll see. I hope they have. I hope. But hopefully, I just I hope those people have like a script that they have to read that question to every single motherfucker who calls in to get yeah. a return or a replacement or a refund, and they have to read that out to every single fucking person, and everyone just treats them like a complete asshole for asking. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are a complete asshole for asking. That's that's a fact. Uh, all right. So that's how. This week is gone with my fucking recording equipment. So it's smooth sailing from here on out, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Assuming this one isn't <laughs> just also stolen ahead of time. Right. I mean, I got like, I went to Goodwill. I found a little table that I could mount my boom arm to in here. And like, I got I have this like chair pillow and shit. So I'm like sitting, it's, it's, it's all comfortable. So I just need the fucking record. So I opened up the one that I was going to return and I'm re- just going to record on that. Fuck them. Like now it's open box. Fuck you. <laughs> I use it today. It has, it's cool. It has like a built-in microphone, which is nice for like short things. I had to record a in-store announcement for work and it's like pretty convenient. I don't have to like bust out the microphone and turn on the computer. I just like turn it on, press record, just talking to the top of it. It's pretty nice. I kind of want to keep it. Do it. But I don't want to pay for oh, it twice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're going to make me do that because they're cunts. But, yeah. Ready to talk about uh, <laughs> Nightman? So we had this one band last night on the lineup. They were called The uh, Who. It's the H-U. They're a Mongolian 
folk metal band who uses a bunch of like Mongolian instruments and shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were really fucking cool. I'd never heard of them yeah. before. They were fucking unique as hell. Nice. That's awesome. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. Were they with Megadeth? Yeah, they played right before Megadeth's set. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Is Megadeth coming on the show today? Uh, they said, what's up to you specifically? Okay, good. But that was All the right. extent of it. I couldn't book them. Okay. Damn. We are best friends now, Dave Mustaine and I. We oh, good. It. We bonded over being named Dave and how great of a fucking name it is. Oh, right. Cool shit. Yeah. That beautiful <laughs> hair. My beard, his hair. Right. Classic Dave shit, you know. Well, you mm-hmm. don't know. Oh, I guess I wouldn't. Dave's out there. My listening name's not now. Dave. All right, good. Hey, Dave. All right. I mentioned uh, stolen merchandise. So that brings us into Nightman, right? Ready to get this train on the tracks? All aboard. All right. Just pretend you hear the thing. I don't have the thing. Because Amazon fucked me. Still disappointing. Fuck you, Amazon. Cunts. Yeah, fuck Amazon. Get on the ball, man. We need that sound. Woo woo. Dress at Black Tones Comics. I am Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Nightman, the Black Knight. Uh, we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I read The Forgotten Myths. Is that the one you read? That was the only I one saw I could find for Valhalla. Okay, good, good. Perfect. All right. There's another one, too, that I forget oh. what it's called, but good. Um, and Godzilla versus Barkley. So really great, really great stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, Nightman. So I'll hit that drop here. Just pretend you hear the drop. Yeah, Nightman. Yeah, concert Amazon. <laughs> That's probably what the customers are. It's like, can you just pretend you're pressing soundboard buttons instead? Fuck. Um, anyway, this is Nightman, the Black Knight. Uh, so we're taking another dive into the, uh, you know, urban setting and interacting with urban people. And it doesn't disappoint. It's pretty funny. Um, you know, 90s race relations are very funny, um, which I like a lot. Cause like we have all these like these gangsters and shit in this, and their their gangster talk is like the most nonsense language ever. I didn't write down very much of this. Um, I need to read through it. Shit, did I write anything? Oh, so there's like there's a black Raleigh's girlfriend's uh brother says yo more than Jesse Pinkman, which is funny, and um so that's gangster. I swear I had another gangster line that they said. But it seemed very forced, is my point. I'll find it later. Other than that, though, like we, so Frank died the last episode. He does not mention it at all. He does not. Johnny's even, over that like, shit. <laughs> he's over it, and nope. his car gets stolen, and he he is way more angry about the car than about his dad. Like this is, and also it's Giraffe Tober, which we forgot about anyway. But so hit oh, that drop. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's already it's stuck up. But um, but yeah, Giraffe Tober, Johnny Domino is like a psycho killer in this. He's he's like pursuing 
the uh the car thieves in cold blood he's he's he is out for blood and the only reason he doesn't murder the car thief is because a cop because tried cops to pull him over and he's like him. fuck these cops <laughs> always where you don't want them <laughs> he, he goes he goes oh it's lucky for you that the cops got you before i could like clearly yeah. threatening <laughs> to murder this man yeah he really wanted to fucking murder people and Johnny was driving through like a super bad neighborhood, which I uh, apparently the house of soul is in a super bad neighborhood yeah, now. I guess they relocated. Yeah. Like I have lots of questions about the new interior and out exterior of the house of soul from this yeah. episode. And like, all right, so it's him and a, a woman. I'm like, holy shit. Is this the new Jessica? And that's what I kept referring to her as in my notes, the entirety yeah. of the episode until like the last two minutes of the show when it turns out she uh, is revealed to just be like a new lounge singer in the venue as opposed to <laughs> actually the owner Jessica so I was like oh okay maybe maybe that's not what she was supposed to be Dave not every black woman is Jessica from Nightman I mean I guess not in my heart I wanted it to be Jessica I, I thought it was Jessica too I mean, to be fair, I also to be wrote fair, Jessica after last week's nose. episode when they recasted yeah. every other character, I was like, oh, they probably recasted her too. <laughs> yeah, and that was funny. So when uh, when Johnny and not Jessica are in that parking garage, uh, like these the the gangsters like jump them. They're like, hey, give us your wallet and your car keys and shit. And like Johnny. Like I, so, he he takes not Jessica and just shoves her as hard as he can into the elevator, and then like the elevator doesn't like I thought the doors were gonna close and then he would like fight, but the elevator does nothing. He just <laughs> for no reason shoved her to the floor, and well, like, it, it was no that 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 seemed heroic in the moment because you hope it did in your heart of hearts that the elevator is gonna immediately close and start going up the floor, and you just saved new Jessica slash singer Jessica from, like, the three dudes with guns. I understood what he was, like, shooting for in that scenario, but yeah, yeah it didn't so work did out I. at all for him. And no. <laughs> it's just, like, she's just on the floor now. Like, she's just hurt from, just, from the fall. She even yells at him for pushing her. She's like, you're dick. The robbers are like, whoa, dude. That's not cool, That's Johnny. That's not cool. Yeah, what the not fuck? cool. Give me that prowler. And then, the, and then followed by immediately threatening to rape the woman... Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, I like I like these these gangsters. They're they're very funny. Okay, so they steal the car, and like the one guy, he to so there's a tracker in Johnny's car because it's so rare. I guess he just has like a tracker for some somehow. Um, and then like to get rid of the tracker, the one the one dude. Um, what was the dude's name? The Black Knight. I Art. forget his real name. Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, they kept calling okay. him Art. So. Right, Art, he just, like, takes out a just a taser and just tases the side of the car, and then it's like, whoop, the tracker's fucked now. You can't find it. So I like that. He just tases the side of the car, and that took care of it. I, so, like, he had to have upgraded the car with this tracker because there are multiple occasions yeah. in season one in which his car is stolen, a.k.a. the Nightwoman episode specifically, in which uh, this this tracker is never brought up or mentioned or comes into play at all. Well, a lot happened between 97 and 98, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Big jump in technology, you know, changes so fast. So yeah, it's got to be a new addition. Oh, and then, so, and then afterwards, um, I forget who was at an Indian restaurant, 
But new Ro- so New Rollian is Dick New Rollian. Okay, right, right, right. Dude, <laughs> I immediately wrote down New Rollian is just the most boring fucking character ever. I know. I don't like New Rollian. Like, like even later on in the episode when uh he's trying to explain Black Knight's uh suit and how it works to Johnny, like even just for like the long sciencey exposition that like the Raleigh character exists solely to provide in these episodes, like even when the new Raleigh does that, it's so fucking boring compared to like real Raleigh, my Raleigh, the Raleigh right, we all yeah. love and miss. No, this definitely is not my Raleigh. He's, I... he's the least charismatic Raleigh of the two. Yeah, he is. But anyway, he he is at he's with his date at this Indian restaurant that's like it's very weird because the it's an Indian restaurant clearly, but they have like fat white belly dancing waitresses, which I don't really get that. Like get that out of here. Get it not my Indian restaurant. I like that he's also ordering Pinot Noir at this Indian <laughs> yeah, restaurant. That's weird. Somehow like what? It pairs well with the uh, Masaman curry and the, it's it's good. Yeah, curry and the samosas. Yeah, Cabo. Yeah, get the naan, garlic naan and Pinot Noir. Yeah, garlic <laughs> and Pinot. It's it's all garlic. It's a lot of garlic. You don't want Pinot Noir with that. It doesn't no, sound that's, good. No, that's perfect mixture. <laughs> yeah, it's full. He he even like it was so boring the date that he even busts out like going with how like full and thick of flavor or how full and thick and rich in flavor the noir that he had from the Indian restaurant was. I think that go, pairs well with that garlic. You know, probably, maybe, mm, probably. <laughs> it must. Yeah. So anyway, Raleigh's uh, date, her brother is Art, the Black Knight, the bad, the kind of anti-hero. He's like a Punisher type, um, or something like that. I guess not really he's, Punisher. He's also, but... more importantly, he's played by the man who played Jax in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and he oh, used really? to be an American Gladiator awesome. character. Yeah, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then then they have another brother, the kid, Danny. who says yo all the time. Yeah, Danny. Um, and Danny says, yo, and he steals everything. Like he, he steals like these, um, what were they? Night vision glasses glasses. from, from Raleigh. And then he steals like, uh, arts, like jumping shoes or whatever. (laughs) I don't know what the bounce shoes are weird. They're just like floating. It's like, what the fuck are these shoes going to do? And I guess it's cool. I mean, so he puts on the bet, the bounce shoes and I'll, I'll give the audience one guess about what he does with them in urban youth with bouncy shoes. What what will he do with it? It's your first guess. He doesn't really get repercussions for that either. They're just, he just returns it and they're like, all right, Danny, it's cool. <laughs> That's fine. Speaking of uh, Danny, he's uh, he's in Johnny Domino's apartment, which his apartment looks totally different now. He, he has like all kinds of like colors and neon lights in it now same with the parking garage at house of soul it's just like tons of neon lights now it's all it's very colorful it's a step up in the lighting um johnny also has like weird half walls and shit in his apartment it's a very bizarre look and johnny's pride and joy is his uh stereo system and the kid is like uh hey you you, you listen to hip-hop and johnny's like hell yeah and he like turns on some hip-hop and I, i i never imagined johnny being a hip hop guy, but I'm, I think that's the influence for the DJ, right? Like he's, he's getting into hip hop, I think that's, is what's going on. Yeah. That's gotta be the, the new DJ friend rubbing off on him, like introducing him. To yeah. Oh, and speaking of hip hop too, it's like every time there's a black character on screen in this episode, it just plays like this 
like ambient hip hop beat, which I I thought was pretty funny. So, yeah, they they really started splicing <laughs> in like sound effects, like super hardcore sound effects into the episodes now, which is a new change of pace for season two, I guess. But anytime there's any slight like action or jarring like movement type of scene, they play this one riff that's just like a ear, like a squeal kind of like riff noise, like they would typically mm-hmm. see. And then yeah, anytime they uh, introduce an African American, they have to play like a hip hop beat in the yeah. background, just <laughs> over dra- over top of the back. Uh, it's it's really really different and jarring. Not a Makes fan. Makes sense. All right, what else do I have here? Oh, so. I think Johnny and Raleigh are roommates because Danny stole Raleigh's um, night vision sunglasses from jo- while he was at Johnny's apartment. So if Raleigh's keeping all his shit there, they must be roommates, right? I think that proves it. But I wasn't mean, that that? Well, hold on. I mean, because I, it seemed like it the was room. Like, it wasn't like a bedroom scenario. So it was like a, a lab yeah. kind of thing where he was like working on these. But it was also the exact same room where Johnny's all of his saxophones are. <laughs> yeah, kept, right. So I don't fucking understand the dynamic they're going for with this <laughs> here in this saxophone in this one bedroom lab. little yeah. like studio apartment above the House of Soul. Well, it's a loft. They said loft a lot. Oh yeah, I don't know what yeah. the difference is between a loft and a. Is that like a two bedroom apartment? Is that what that means? I think it has like an upstairs or something. I thought I think it. I was in a loft apartment in China once. It just had like a upstairs and then it's like, so it goes to like a second floor, but it's not a full second floor basically. Oh, uh, so maybe if Raleigh makes sense upstairs. He could be sleeping up there. Yeah. Oh, um, so Nightman he says, uh, it's hammer time in this too. So that's another thing and, where and he's they, definitely they listened played, to hip hop. They did another one of those sound effect <laughs> riffs where it wasn't actually yeah. like playing MC Hammer, but they tried to play like the cheap, like wish.com knockoff dollar store version of like an MC <laughs> Hammer overloop on that one. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, right. And then we got to talk about the Black Knight, who is basically like an undercover guy for like the FBI or something. Or CIA, whichever one they said. His power is very weird. So his power is that he's like a black hole. Like he's so black that he sucks in all the light from around him. But I don't really understand to what end because people can still see him there, right? So it's not like it's, oh, this dark corner. It's it's really dark over there. We can't even see a person. You still see like his silhouette. So I'm not really sure what is the point of this power. To make him harder to shoot? I don't fucking know. All right. It's a cool power. What do you mean? It looks cool, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He looks like Ermac. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, he, I, th- I thought he looked like Ermac with the glowing green eyes and shit. So that was fun. Yeah, very. Oh, and his... The, his more uh, Mortal Kombat ties. There you go. Right, That's yeah. That's why they're play, paying homage to Jax or something. This, this actor, he's like, I only do Mortal Kombat type characters. <laughs> have to look like a different one. Doesn't matter which one. Doesn't have to be Jax, but it's probably going to be Jax. The other feature of this costume is that he has like a really funny, like hilariously loud voice modulator. So it's like he talks normally, but then it's just like compressed and overdriven. So it just sounds like he's he's shouting no matter how quiet he talks. It's really funny. So just every time everyone addresses him, he's just fucking screaming at them in response. But yeah, the Black Knight was pretty cool. 
All right. What else do you have about this? Okay. So a lot. So okay. immediately after the uh, carjacking in the underground parking garage at the House of Soul, Johnny busts out his cell phone and gives it to New Jess. And he's like, here, call the police for me. How is New Jessica getting amazing cell phone service in this underground parking garage in 1997 with 1997 cell phone technology? Like, there's no yeah. way that call is going through. It doesn't work in 2022. We have a parking garage with this new apartment that we park in. I, I, I get, don't get shit in it. Yeah. So there's no way that worked. Uh, and then, so when Danny is uh, hanging out in Johnny's place, he's supposed to be up there studying, but he's just listening to the rap music very loudly. And uh, he picks up Johnny's house phone for some reason, and he calls up one of his buddies and he's telling him everything that's in Johnny's apartment as he's going around, like, yeah. fucking with everything. <laughs> and then he, so, like, when he finds the uh, the casing for where Raleigh is keeping the night vision goggles, he puts his friend on hold and he goes, hey, all right, hold on for a minute. And then it shows him, like, interacting with this thing and, like, checking out the glasses and fucking around with them for, like, five minutes straight while his friend is still on hold. And then he picks up the phone and he tells the person, whoa, look at these. Like, wait, what? That's not how phones <laughs> work, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, speaking of all the, like, changes in the aesthetics of everything, the House of Soul interior is the most depressing, like, dive bar vibe ever now. It's got, like, yeah, it maybe, like, five little tiny round, like, maybe two-person seat tables inside of it, and that's it. None of the fun booths with our, like, huge, like, baller collections of like massive groups or anything like that like it is fucking ran down as fuck yeah <laughs> yeah very seedy um no wonder johnny's car got stolen yeah it's i i'd like to think that maybe like jessica like her business model wasn't that great or something or maybe uh yeah they, they stopped being huge fans of soul music and jazz music and so they had to like relocate to like a shitty smaller dive bar kind of place and that's why everything is so sad and depressing now. Oh, and she becomes the bad guy like Luke Cage. She'll, all right, if it's, if it's a Luke Cage, not bad. <laughs> it's a reference. Bad guy. He, yeah. I, I don't know why you're describing him as bad guy. He was a hero. Because at the end of that series, he when was he just like the, the hero, bad guy all of a sudden. The hero you oh, okay, always meant yeah, to the be. Hero. The hero boss of the hood. The, the, he was like the muscle and the don of the like, gang. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so last note here about art. So there's like this this weird thing going on the entire time where like the business suit, like leader of the bad guy gang, who's like in charge of these carjackings, and then like those two underling, overly like slang using hood fucking thug kind of guys that they were trying to portray, like his underlings. The three of them, for whatever reason, they keep trying to set up art without knowing that he's uh, FBI or not. What is he, like an FBI informant or he's working for the military yeah, still one undercover? Something fucking stupid. But they still keep trying to like set him up to fail in all of these scenarios even though he's carjacking on his behalf. So I don't understand what the fuck that guy's big plan was. I think he wanted him to get pinched for the robbery just so he could go and do time and then prove his loyalty or some fucking stupid shit. But whatever, he like sells out this guy and uh, he almost gets arrested by the cops, but luckily he turns into the Black Knight and just disappears and says he shook him. Uh, so yeah. he, he shows up at the business suit guy's office and he's stored underneath his desk like he's going to fucking blow him. 
and like the guy sits oh, yeah. down <laughs> and uh he points a gun at his dick the entire time they're interacting because he's down there at eye level with the guy's dick area and uh later on this business the guy is like telling it to the other two underlings and he's like yeah the motherfucker pulled a, a gun on my put it in my grill like sir he did not put anything in your face. It was pointed at your goddamn dick that entire time. We all know it. We all saw it, man. What the fuck you trying to like hype up the story for your two goons for, man? It was direct. Yeah, we need to know like what... direct eye contact with the guy's mm-hmm. dick. I don't know why he didn't suck it for him, but he just pulls out a piece and like <laughs> sticks it right in his ballsack. I don't know why he's embarrassed about it. Like, we need to know what we're dealing with. This is a guy who's going to shoot dicks. This is a guy who's got to warn you. He won't won't hesitate to shoot you square in the dick. He's the ultimate fighter right here. You don't want to fuck with Art, clearly. He knows your weak point. He will exploit it. Can you imagine Jax doing a dick face punch with those metal arms? Oh my fucking God. Nothing left. That would be the greatest dick face punch in history, man. I want to see that now. It would. Yeah. It's got to be a game where you can what's, do that, right? Like, what's this one finishing move around. where he like rips off both your arms and just kind of like hoists them over his head in victory? I'm just going to do the dick face punch, but it just like implodes both <laughs> your face and your like dick pelvis area. <laughs> he just dick face punches and then like to death puts his fists over his head with the, with <laughs> your head in one hand and your dick in the other. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Come on, come the on. The rest Midway, of you make this. <laughs> Seriously, Mortal Kombat 12 this is what we need. Jack's fatality. Yeah. I also like, so I, I found another note here when black Knight and nightman are, are fighting the, uh, the gangsters, um, awkwardly, they like, they both like get a gangster in a headlock and they, um, they <laughs> smash their heads together. And I'm wondering if this counts as a death. Cause that seems like pretty devastating. There's no way. That's like such a cartoony, like, fucking <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Like they batter. They're just like, I like your moves. <laughs> Nice moves, you too. <laughs> but yeah, that was awesome. Black Knight is cool. I like, I do like during that team up. So like, when Raleigh is boringly doing that like god awful science explanation to Johnny about the suit, he gets someone to send him over like a little cloth of the material that uh, Black Knight uses on his, and he wraps it around like a big pen just to make it disappear to like show it to Johnny and try to explain it to the dum dum that is Johnny Domino. But like later yeah. on when the two of them team up, Johnny in- uses that little piece that he got from Raleigh to like make it just dis or make it just appear in front of where the gangsters are all lined up with their guns so that they all just start opening and fire on that and then the two of them sneak up behind them and take them out that way. I I did like that. Yeah. Great ingenuity by Johnny Domino. A rare, rare Now he's always showing his ingenuity. <laughs> and then um there's another uh there's another thing. So the the Charlie Dan woman replacement, she like made a comment to Johnny, like, you know, you keep you keep bothering me about the car. You know, you call me five times a day about the car. <laughs> I love that. Oh, he's like calling constantly, like, where's the fucking car? Why didn't she find the car yet? So I was confused the very first time when they first steal the car because Johnny goes into Nightman and he flies up over the city and he is watching him like shake loose of a cop car. But like Johnny says somebody where he's like, all right, just make a turn now, man, and you can lose him. But the cop car is like right behind him. And I must have like looked down or looked away or something for a second. 
I don't understand (laughs) how that cop car got lost. They're on a straight path with only one turn to the right-hand side. Clearly, the guy, the prowler, makes the right-hand turn, and then for some reason the cop car is just gone now? I I missed how the fuck that cop car lost him and where it went. I don't know. Cops are stupid and fucking fat and lazy. Yeah. Probably just that. Yeah. That All right, that checks out. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it, I'm tired. All right, anything else? No. Great episode, though. All right. It was fun. Yeah, I did like the episode overall. It ends with, like, a funny freeze frame in, like, a really awkward place, too, with, like, new Raleigh and Danny, like, walking away, and, like, just as they're about to walk off screen, it's just, like, freeze frames for no reason. (laughs) And just, like, in a really awkward, like, in-motion, blurry frame. It's very strange, but it's a good ending. One more nitpick, mm-hmm. nitpick here. Uh, when Danny steals the, the hop shoes and he goes to play some basketball in the park, he shows up and he goes, all right, who's got next? As like people are playing like a half-court game, and instead of waiting for the next game, whenever they finish, the guy with the basketball just goes, all right, man, you want in, you're in. That's not how next works. You have to wait till the game concludes, and then your team gets to go on the court next to play the winners. But this guy goes on, and he's just magically leaping with the moonbound shoes, blocking every single shot, and just dunking like crazy, playing in jeans and like the nerdy little like polo shirt that he was wearing. While all the people in the audience, so like they get all these reaction shots from the kids lined up like against the fencing. And only, like, half of them seem to be paying attention or giving a shit at all about this, like, random pickup game amongst no one they give a fuck about. So, like, one person will, like, smile or something whenever, like, Danny goes up and does a cool slam dunk. The other person right next to him will just be, like, standing there, like, looking off into the distance, not reacting whatsoever. And they did this, like, reaction shot scene, like, two or three different times where every single time, like, half the people in it are just no-selling the shit out of whatever's happening. I like that. That was a great, great clip. Yeah. It's good stuff. Speaking of basketball. Boom. What a transition. Holy (laughs) shit. Right, yeah. Godzilla versus Barkley. Oh, you know what? Actually, one more thing I tried to do uh, with Nightman was um have you ever heard of cameo yeah it's like you hire a celebrity to like what do they do they record a voicemail or they just say yeah they just like you you tell them what to do and then they do it because they're whores and you give them like 30 bucks or something did you sign those for up for cameo i we should yeah why not but no i i went i went to cameo and i searched for every actor in nightman (laughs) and i could not find a single one because i wanted to get like a I was hoping that Johnny was on there. That would just be perfect. But uh, no. And then I looked for uh, Raleigh and then I looked for new Raleigh. I thought it'd be funny to have like, I'm new Raleigh and you're listening to Jurassic have black tongues. That'd be so funny and amazing. Like new Raleigh. (laughs) There's got, it's got to have like, charlie or else i couldn't like find one them. Of the one-off actors like wait yeah because some of them were actually successful actors later in their careers we could probably find one of them i searched for girl charlie too and i couldn't find anybody so fuck I, i'm really disappointed i was i was like so excited i was like this is gonna be so funny with my <sighs> new soundboard that's a great idea <laughs> i know but oh well maybe charles barkley is on there or godzilla Godzilla right? for sure, because he had to promote that last movie a couple years ago. 
Oh, that's true. Probably signed him up for cameo for that. Right. Godzilla versus Barkley was fun. I liked that it was one issue and, uh, it was like, it worked. I mean, everything made sense. They had too much focus on Matthew, like this. Yeah. Lots lots of attention paid to this stupid little kid. I didn't like him until like he sees Godzilla and says like, holy shit, only Charles Barkley (laughs) <laughs> the uh, Earth's Mightiest Warrior, Charles Barkley, so, is the only one who can save us. And then he skateboards over there and like really cool, like and just that was pretty good. He just jumps on a random skateboard. So I have this so, note. That, awesome. Mm-hmm. So Charles Barkley, during his NBA professional career, never once played for the Golden State Warriors, which okay would have been an adorable, we all know like, that perfect fucking part to the story if perhaps like Ed, this came out during an era when he was a member of that team or something. So this yeah. kid just keeps, for some fucking reason, all throughout this comic book, he just keeps referring to Charles Berkeley as, like, the best warrior, the greatest living warrior on Earth, like, I, which would have been, like, super cute if, like, it, it just so happened that he was a Golden State warrior and the kid meant, like, he's the best player on the team, but he wasn't, and Charles Berkeley misunderstood what it, he was intending by it, and he was like, you know what, you're right, I am the greatest fucking fighting warrior ever, I will fight Godzilla, good point kid and he's like no charles you're gonna get in trouble i just met you're a good basketball player on a shit team but like he never played for that franchise so i don't understand like where this concept of charles barkley being earth's mightiest warrior is coming from for this fucking kid but all throughout this topic he's going on and on every time he talks about how big a fan of charles barkley is he's like earth's fucking best hero charles barkley it's so weird i i don't know why he where he got that verbiage for it too. It's like maybe like champion or something could be a something to work with there. But yeah, it's really never, weird to say earth's mightiest warrior. Oh, okay. So you can't say that. What, what would you say? Like MVP? Was he ever an MVP? He was an MVP. Okay. So we can do that. So, uh, but then the, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird that he would think that he sees Godzilla. He's like, holy fucking shit. I got to go get Charles Barkley out here. <laughs> He's the only one who's going to know what to do with Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. And he did. Like, it worked out pretty well, so he wasn't wrong, but I just don't know where he got that idea. He has, like, a magic coin where, like, so, his, his grandpa says, like, oh, yeah, it's a lucky coin. So his grandpa says he used it to no-hit the New York, to no-hit, throw a no-hitter against New York. So, like, yeah. the kid's like, you no-hit the Yankees? He's like, no, the New York Elite, which I don't know if that's a team at all in real life or if it's like an indie league time kind of team. But yeah, his grandfather used to be a baseball player, so that's fucking cool. Yeah. And he gave him this lucky magic silver dollar that he used the magic of to no hit this pretend New York baseball team. And then Matthew like gives it to Charles he gives it to Charles Barkley. And Charles Barkley somehow grows to be the height of Godzilla just so he can like start playing basketball with him. Yeah, that was that was weird that the coin made him grow. It's like it's a lucky coin, isn't that like a I don't know. They usually don't have such Yeah, luck luck and magic are two different things usually. Yeah, it is. It turns into a magic coin once Charles catches it, but like before that it's just referred to as lucky. Yeah. But yeah, it just turns out that like Godzilla needed to uh, practice basketball some more, so he does. He gets he gets size like thirteen thousand shoes, 
Uh, and I think this is just a big shoe ad, right? Like this is just for yeah. These this some was a shoe. commercial for like some kind of like Reebok. <laughs> it's Barker really weird. <laughs> so this is just or, like maybe it was maybe it was a Nike because Charles because at the very I end Godzilla is shown in a Nike shoe, so maybe Charles Barkley was signed with Nike, not Reebok. But. <laughs> he must have been, yeah. But I mean, like as far as shoe ads go, I mean, it's top top tier. Oh, this is absolutely the greatest shoe advertisement comic book I've ever read. Yeah. I'm buying those shoes right now. Then Amazon will send me the wrong shoes. Those cunts. Those fucking cunts. I need the Air Godzillas, you assholes. <laughs> yeah, give me the Barkley Godzilla collab shoes. Dude, oh, I so badly wish that they came <laughs> out with a, a version of the Barkleys that was like Godzilla green and something fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else do you have about this? That's all I had. All right, so uh, this one was a dark horse. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, like, when Godzilla first appears as that kid is doing the cool skateboard trick to, like, run up to him, he's trying to get his attention, and he's yelling, hey, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley. And for whatever reason, Barkley stops his entire crew dead in their tracks, and he's like, wait a second, guys, I think a kid is saying my name. Like, why? Why are we trying to paint Charles Barkley as this guy who know. just like stops whatever the fuck he's doing mid thing just because a kid says his name out loud? He loves kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, when that Matt kid is trying to get Charles Barkley to go and fight Godzilla at first, he's like, "Look, I, I even have this magic dollar." Charles Barkley is like, "Look, kid, I don't, I don't need or want your dollar. I'm okay, man." If you if you really want to donate a dollar to me, buy a ticket to a game and come see me play. But back in like mid early nineties, there's no scenario in the world where Charles Barkley would see any percentage of the ticket sale price. That's all gonna go directly to the owners in the venue. I think Edwin Encarnacion, when he signed his Cleveland Indians free agent deal in like what was that, two thousand fourteen ish, fifteen? I think that was the first yeah. time they actually put like escalators in a player's contract, depending on bonuses for like how many sellouts the the stadium gets. But certainly not in like the mid '90s when contracts were way fucking cheaper and different back then in sports. So Charles mm-hmm. Barkley ain't seen shit of that dollar. No, he's not. Yeah, I nothing else. <laughs> this was super All fucking right. awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah. Ten out. It was 10. good. I liked it for that. Right. I have a review, so pretend oh, that you hear the wow. review song. <laughs> yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. So there's like two of them. I just brought the one because it's funny. Uh, this one is one star. My first comic review. The cover is kind of strange. Barkley looks like he's floating in midair and Godzilla looks kind of fat. We, <laughs> which I like fat shaming Godzilla. That's funny. This <laughs> <laughs> monster kaiju. How dare he be overweight? Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, we never get an answer about the whereabouts of the coin or how it came to make humans grow like giants. The scene where Barkley tries to reason with Godzilla is dumb and pointless because he is a monster. The story is dumb as the Howard the Duck movie. The cast is bland. Overall, burn this comic. I give it a one out of ten. Which is the five stars. He gave it one out of five. Alright, first but, of all, fuck this guy. Howard the Duck was a great movie. How can you say the cast is bland? Did he see Matthew skateboarding? That's amazing. That guy was colorful. Yeah. Godzilla I mean, is a character? Charles, Charles Barkley? Barkley. Yeah, come on. What the fuck else do you need? It's Charles goddamn Barkley and Godzilla hanging out. 
for some reason, guys guy, loves basketball in this too. So like Charles yeah, Barkley knows he's like, I'm going to challenge him to a game of basketball. And Godzilla is a hundred percent on board with that. I don't remember the commercials, yeah. but I want to. I wanted to rewatch them before this just to have some kind of frame of reference for it. Yeah, but like somehow at the very end, Charles Barkley shrinks back to regular Charles Barkley size, and he's riding on a plane with like a one of his people from his crew. I think it was like his uh, personal assistant or the person who kept like uh, uh, his track of everything he had to go and do, whatever the fuck those are called. But he's back to normal size, and we never got to see like how the coin turned him six four again. Yeah, does it maybe he just drops the coin? But he did return and it to Matthew. At shrinks. The end. Yeah, Matthew didn't grow though. I guess only Charles Barkley. All right, that guy peaked at calling Godzilla fat. How dare he! <laughs> right. All right. Speaking of um. Legends like Charles Barkley. Uh, let's move on to some other mighty warriors with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So forgotten myths. <laughs> wait, you had warriors right there, and you went with yeah, legends. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't Assassin's Creed Legends. Okay, well, forgot about it. I just saw the word myths in my notes, so I was trying to connect it to that. But you know, Charles Barkley, Thor—they're on the same level. How dare you put Thor that high on a pedestal? He's yeah. nowhere near Charles Barkley's level of greatness. Yeah, that's that's true, yeah. Loki, he's there. He's up there. <clears throat> Bald anyway, and beautiful. Yeah, he is pretty beautiful. That's that's nice. So I, I, I found this book very boring. I, so I, I only wasn't have a huge one fan. note on this entire thing. <laughs> I have very few, but go ahead. And it's from the absolute first panel that I saw. Uh-huh. I immediately wrote down, why are they all drawn so pretty and so finely? Like, this is the sort of animation that you would want to have on, like, some kind of manga or, like, a My Little Pony story, but not in the middle of, like, an Assassin's Creed storyline. Like, it... Yeah. They were all so weirdly, beautifully drawn. I don't understand why you wasted whoever the fuck this artist's talent was on something like this. Yeah, draw porn it, or something. It didn't, it didn't fit whatsoever. No, but I mean, like it is, was kind of like a weird love story. Cause it's like, I mean, it started out strong with like Thor, like throwing hammers at bad guys. It's like, oh, all right, we're going to do some Thor stuff. And then it's like, nope, Thor is going to be gone after this first season, after the first scene and everybody talks way too much. And I just, I skipped a lot of it because it's like, man, I don't give a shit. So why is game, everybody talking so much in the game? Did you ever go on whatever that weird, like I, it's an old lady yeah. in the town. You like drink her potion, then you go to Asgard and you play out yeah. this shit with them. It goes for a weirdly long time in the game, so I'd, I'd never finished yeah, it annoying. because it's just like, it's like really weird. It's like it's too long, and it's like too separate from the rest of the shit going on. It's like, man, this game that game is long enough. It's I I didn't I never went back to it. I went there once, but I guess like. The whole so Balder ends up wanting to bang Surtur's daughter, and that's like the the story is like their quest to bang to get his dick wet with Surtur's daughter. So he like goes and like collects gifts and shit with Loki, and like make her a crown with some dwarf. Then Loki is a fucking cock blocking dick, and he throws the crown into the lava to say like fuck you or I I don't know why he does what he does, but I didn't I I 
I used to love Loki, but now that I know he's a cock block, I'm I'm with you now. Fuck Loki. Finally. Yeah. All it took was I'm this finally to convinced. So that's really the the point of the story is like if you didn't like Loki, now you know he's a cock block, so fuck him. That's all the notes I had though. That's I it, I found the book very very boring and it looked so, like it could have been cool, but it wasn't. So like the entire thing is yeah, Balder and Loki go on this quest because he wants to marry her so that the fucking fire giants don't come and kill everyone else in Asgard Kingdom or whatever and the trolls and fucking everyone. And like they build this beautiful crown for her with all these fucking gifts that they went all across the world or universe to fucking find. And Balder can't get to her so he asks Loki to go and deliver it to her. And Loki's like, yeah, yeah, of course I'll do that for your nephew. And then he just throws it in the lava and fucks him over so he can't fucking marry her or whatever. And then he comes into his dream pretending to be that lady and he's like, oh yeah, I'll totally marry you if you kill my dad and like bail on these fucking trolls so that we can kill him and uh, just go to Asgard and get an army. And uh, also I baked you this fucking pie of that one poisonous berry that you said would take away your invulnerability and that one time you were freezing to death. And you were wrapped up in Loki's arms or something. And so he eats the thing and he dies. And he made a promise with Loki that Loki would forever tell the story of his legend. So it ends with like Loki just going on for generations on generations. Telling every single person he can the legendary story of how he fucked over his brother by killing his son. It's fucking not good. Yeah. Fuck this book. Boring. Are there reviews of this one? Um, there were, but they were boring too. So I didn't, I didn't bring them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was done with this book. They weren't funny like the Charles Barkley one. So that's it for this. So I think I'm done with Assassin's Creed books. Till the next until, one. Until until Assassin's Creed. What is it? Mirage. Yeah. Miracle. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, Mirage. So all right. Anyway, um, so next week, obviously more Nightman, but we also have. Drafttober drop right here. Pretend you hear that. So, what do you do? You have a a book in mind? So I was pulling this up as you right after you mentioned that it's Giraffeween. So, trailer park of terror Halloween special. Ah, okay. No idea what the fuck this is, but it it looks sad and trashy. So we'll go with that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna change my pick then. Wait, was that what you were gonna pick? No, um, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna pick uh, Batman: The Long Halloween <laughs> to continue oh, that. Fuck! I still <laughs> owe us that, don't I? Don't I owe us part two of that? Yeah, yeah. You said a year I, ago that you were gonna do the Long Halloween. <laughs> Dude, why do you remind me of these things? There's no scenario in the forgot. world I would remember. I thought you'd remember this. I thought this was at the forefront of your of your uh, consciousness. I don't, I don't never the check the archives. Year. No, for the whole year, you just didn't forget. I thought this is you were thinking I, I about sorted this every in my day. calendar for the final <laughs> wrap up of this month. So we'll we'll end the okay. we'll end the month on a high note with that one. Okay, okay, okay. I did see I found on a book the website called, uh, when I was looking through everything that they have uh, the the short Halloween of Spider Man October. That's special the one I brought. That's oh, that's yeah. the one I brought in. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was gonna, awesome. I thought that would be fun. All right, but I'll I'll wait on that one. I found Marvel Zombies Halloween. So. Let's, I'll just do that one. Um, that's the next one. Okay, so 
yeah, stay tuned for the final Halloween uh, teaser. The longest Halloween teaser. All right, so there we have it. Join us next week for Giraffe Tober. But in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at these to the God. And uh, real quick here before we go, uh, one more time. Uh, go to www.protectyourinc.com slash discount slash these to the God. Uh, Lucky 13, Tattoo Bomb, and Care Kits. They're our sponsor. Support them. Support us. Uh, Just throw this link somewhere in the description so people can just click on it if you want. Oh, yeah. That'll probably we'll do. make it easier. Yeah, click that link. Smash that link. Get us money. Yeah. Also, go to the Patreon. Give us more money there. And go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir to give that guy listens. Which is like which is like SoundCloud money. It is like sound yeah, it is SoundCloud money, I guess. So with that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Need to get a need to get a beanbag chair in here or something to I mean, like record. You should have a beanbag chair in every room of your house. Why do you not? I should. Yeah, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a beanbag chair for in here. Awesome. My my brother works at the beanbag chair factory, so I'm gonna see if I can get one for free. Yeah, just have him give you one for Christmas yeah. or something. You can hook you up. Just, no, just give me one for free. So that's what I need. I like this recording device situation, though. I like that I don't have to worry about the computer. I mean, where do you keep the computer instead now? Just in the bedroom office corner. Oh. So so we have, like, the master bedroom and then, like, another bedroom. So the other bedroom's an office that my wife is decorating a lot and using. And then I'm just using one in the... I just use a section of the master bedroom. That's cool. This place is really big. It's nice. I like it. How's the kitty cat like it? He likes it. He's used to it now. We have a balcony, so he's like, that's his new thing, is like trying to get onto the balcony. That's his new shit. He just goes on the balcony and then like rolls around in the dust and the dirt and whatever on the balcony from outside. And that's then he, cool. I just don't want him to jump on the, the, the railing because I, he's clumsy and fat, so I don't want him to fall down. But other than that, it's fun. I was in here recording something earlier for work, and he was like meowing at the door. He didn't do that today, this time, so that's good. He knows it's podcast time. Yeah, he's finally he's finally on the podcast schedule. Yeah, but this place is like really really big. the The building, like it's it's really long. It's only like four floors, but it's very very long. And we are like dead ass on the other side of the building from the where the mailboxes are so like to get the mail it's like a like a five minute walk 
it's a it's very very long time i wouldn't be in too big of a hurry to go and get my mail then i'd wait i'd wait till like the end of the month and then just grab it all at once. <laughs> yeah just stuff it in there stuff all the the empty package bags that you get from amazon in there for a while but it's it's cool though i like this place <laughs>